This program is made possible by the love and prayers of listeners like you. I really believe that if we start believing God's Word and believe what He says and acting on it, we're going to see a lot more things happening in our lives, you know, in our bodies. Speak the Word. Welcome to Speak the Word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey. Speak the Word Ministries encourages you to exercise your authority in Christ. Speak the Word. Speak the Word. God's Word. Speak, speak, speak God's Word. We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe wrapping up her message titled, Be Careful, Little Tongue. Speak the Word. Saints, we grieve the Holy Spirit when we speak words other than what God says in His Word. So when you're gossiping, backbiting, and talking about people, you grieve the Holy Spirit. When you watch things that you shouldn't watch, you grieve the Holy Spirit. And when you hear things that you shouldn't be listening to, you're grieving the Holy Spirit. Have you ever done something like and you, 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 you did something, you know you shouldn't have done it, or you watched it, or you said something, and you, and you just feel so terrible. You know, because you knew you hurt the Lord. You knew you grieved the Holy Spirit. And when you hurt somebody you love, it hurts you. And like I said, I know I have. Ask yourself, would I talk about my brother or sister that way if Jesus was standing next to me? Would I say the same thing about that particular brother or sister if Jesus was listening to me? He is. Saints, you know the Holy Spirit is in the room with you. That's why he's grieved. Jesus is there too. Because he says he's right here and he's not going anywhere because he says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. You know, if you could actually see the Lord sitting next to you, what would you do? Think about that. David was always praying over his mouth. He asked the Lord in Psalms 141.3, he said, Lord, please put a bridle on my tongue and a guard on my mouth lest I should sin against thee. You know, we sin against God with our mouths. I realize that most of us are not aware that we do, but we're guilty. Me too. I don't think that we do it intentionally. I don't, maybe some people do, but I don't think that the majority of a believer or a Christian intentionally does it. I just think that we just need to get stronger in that area. We need to renew our minds more. We need to read the word more. We need to get stronger in the word that, that's all it is. We just need to more, be more mature in the Word because I don't believe for a minute that, you know, we're just going to do it intentionally. I don't, and I, I, don't, I really don't think you do. Too. I know that we do, and like I said, I'm guilty. Scripture says in James chapter 3, verses 9 and 10, he says, With the tongue we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in God's likeness. He says in verse 10, he said, Out of the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, this should not be. We, we, you know, we bless out of one side of our mouth and we curse out of the other side of our mouths. And he said, that ought not to be that way. I don't know why the Lord wants me to preach on this, but I just follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. But I do believe that the Lord impressed upon me that so many people are petitioning him for various things, whether it's healing in their bodies or whether it's financial breakthroughs or reconciliation of their children or reconciliation of their marriage or whatever it is, he says it's your everyday talk that's killing you. You know, you, you think 
that, you know, you come and you praise the Lord and praise and worship. You listen to the service and you go back out the door. And before you get in the parking lot and you get in the car, you're bickering. You know, I've done that. I mean, I've done that in many years, that, that part. But I've done some other parts. You know, I can remember many, many years ago that, um, <laughs> that I, got, I wasn't a Christian either. So I got that going for me. Wasn't a Christian. But I was going to church every Sunday just like I was supposed to. Taking my Bible, which never got read. <laughs> which so many Christians do. I didn't have no dust on it, but I didn't read it. And every Sunday morning, <laughs> I got in there to get dressed. And my husband, he's deceased. He didn't mean to be that way. But he'd come and stand at the bathroom door just like I didn't know what time it was. <laughs> I knew what time church started. And I was going to be late. But he would stand there and wait on me. Like, are you coming now? Or later? Looking at his watch. And... You know, it's not really meaning to be funny, but I'm going to tell you, it doesn't take much to get you going. <laughs> you know, even as a Christian, you know, I was non-Christian, but he was, I wasn't. But even as a Christian, you can do the same thing. You get your motor going. You know, you get started, you get up and get started on the wrong foot before you ever get to the door. You know, and so I'm mad. And so I just go ahead and get dressed, and I stump on out. And I make sure I get all the kids in the car and got my Bible with my name on it. <laughs> we do this. Even Christians do this. It's not only non-believers, it's Christians too. And I'd get in the church, not hear one word the preacher would say. And I would open up my Bible trying to figure out what to read, and I never read it, so I didn't know what to read. But I, I, I didn't know what he was saying, so I was just trying to kill time till it was over. And then we'd go have lunch. I mean, that's what families did, you know. I lived in the house with a white picket fence. <laughs> took, the, <laughs> took the kids to church every Sunday because that's where they're supposed to go, right? But they're not supposed to go with mom and dad fighting all the way to church, and then they pick it up when they get back in the car, you know. So, <laughs> but you know, it's the truth. But we, we're acting like children, you know, and God don't want us to act like children, you know. Uh, he, he wants us to be mature. And I have grown. I, ha I have become a Christian a few years after that. Thank goodness I did become a Christian. And I do read my Bible. And it doesn't have my name on it, but I read it. <laughs> but you know, sometimes uh, I, I think if we could just understand just a few things, that we're all human, we're all flesh and blood, and the enemy knows that. And so he's after your flesh. And so the things like that, the, our, our conversations, what we're saying to people, what we're doing, it keeps... Um, <coughs> It, keep, it prevents us, the Lord impressed upon me, that it's our general everyday conversation that's preventing us from receiving what we need to receive. Okay? David says that he purposed in his heart. He purposed. Saints, things don't happen by accident. You have to purpose not to do something. You have to purpose in your heart not to say certain things. 
And you have to purpose in your heart not to do certain things. You have to purpose in your heart to study the word of God. You have to purpose in your heart to confess God's word in order to renew your mind. You have to do something. It has to be done on purpose. Things don't just happen. You know, people say, well, when is God going to do this and when is God going to do that? But they, we have to do something too. That we have a part to play in this. It's not all on God. It's, it's on us too. We have to pray. When we pray, we pray on purpose. We have to ask him on purpose. You have to watch your mouth. That's the main thing. There again, be careful, little tongue. As I said, the children's song where it says, Oh, be careful, little eyes, for the Father is looking down in love. So be careful, little eyes, what you see, because your enemy Satan is looking down too. Be careful that he doesn't deceive you. Are you hearing me? As the word says in Proverbs eighteen twenty one, it says that the power of life and death is in your tongue. I believe that we're all really familiar with this verse. He says you're going to be satisfied with it. You're going to eat the fruit thereof, be it good or be it bad. He says, in other words, your harvest, the harvest will be yours. It's going to be a good harvest or it's going to be a bad harvest. But you will be satisfied with it. The Bible says whatever it is, you'll be satisfied with it. So my question to you tonight is, are you satisfied with the results of what you've been declaring? Are you satisfied you know, God says if you declare it, it will be. God said you can decree and declare a thing. It says in Job, um, I think it's in Job if you, um, 28, that you can decree and declare a thing and he will establish it and his light will shine upon it. But he says, so are you satisfied with the results of what you've been declaring or speaking? Because declaring only means to speak. Are you satisfied with the results of what you've been speaking? How much better would your life be if only you would purpose in your heart to watch your words. Think about that. You know, saints, you know, there again, you know, sometimes things just happen to you out of nowhere for no reason whatsoever. And sometimes you're in a position to where you can't even open your mouth to pray. Sometimes you get in that position. Sometimes you're too sick to pray or maybe uh, accident or things happen so fast that you can't pray. Um, Sometimes you can't even get the name of Jesus out. Have you ever been there? But if you're carrying Jesus in your heart, especially in emergencies, it's like pulling that line on a parachute. You know, when that paratrooper jumps out of that airplane and he, he trusts that, that when he jumps out and he pulls that line, that parachute's going to open up and he's going to come down. And he knows it's going to work. And he knows he's going to come down and land safely. Cry out the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There's power in the blood. There's power in the name of Jesus. But you know, I'm sharing this because so many believers think that they have to have long prayers, but you don't have to have long prayers. Jesus never prayed long prayers. As a matter of fact, he spoke against long prayers. Matthew 6 and verse 7, it says, And when you pray... Do not babble on like the pagans. He says, for they think by their many words that they will be heard. I've heard people do that all the time, on and on and on. And I, I'm listening, been reading, listening a lot to Smith Wigglesworth uh, on audio and, and reading. And I heard him say the other night, he says that when you pray these long prayers, that should be in private. And when you pray the short prayers, that should be in public. <laughs> and, and, and that's good. You know, sometimes you can ask somebody to pray over the meal and it's cold by the time they finish. So anyway, moving right along. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said, do not be like them. Don't be like the pagans. He says, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. 
In other words, as I said before, your miracle is in your mouth. You are what you are because of what you say. You really are. You are what you say. And you're going to become what you say. And I might add, you will receive what you say. So you need to purpose in your heart to begin to say and agree with what God says about you. Amos 3.3 3 says, how can any two walk together unless they be agreed? He says, you can't walk with me unless you agree with me. We can't walk with the Lord unless we agree with him. And the way we agree with him is by agreeing with his word. Saints, when you need something and pray about it and you meditate on his word and it's in your spirit and in your heart, God will begin to give you scriptures. He will begin to give you a word. He might speak one word to you and you take that word and write it down, okay? He might just speak one word to you. But don't just sit there when he gives you that word. Don't just sit there and think about it, but write that word down whether it makes any sense to you or not. It doesn't. God will speak things to you and they don't always make sense. But write it down whether it makes any sense to you or not, okay? Then God, once you do that, then God will begin to give you other words to go with it. And the next thing you know, you've got yourself a whole page of scriptures. And now all you have to do is give him back his word because he's going to give it to you. Now you give it back to him according to Isaiah 43, 26. He said, put me in remembrance that I may plead your case with you. And in Psalms 138 too, he said, God honors his word. And I don't have time to go into that either, but I was quoting this scripture with a lady I was praying for from Denver, Colorado the other day, was up against the wall and needed uh, $2,500. And she had left a message on my machine the day before. And I, like I said, I got, got short version. She called for me to agree. I didn't pray with her again because she said she wanted me to agree. So I agreed with her and we prayed for about five minutes you know, putting God in remembrance of his word. And that was the one I gave you. And Lord, you honor your word. According to Psalms uh, 138, too, you honor your word. Also, according to 138, you hear me and you answer me. And you honor your word. And so then I gave all the other scriptures. And we prayed for a little while longer. And I said, now I'm expecting a praise report back from you. You got to be expecting when you pray, expect to get an answer. Always expect to get an answer. So that afternoon, I'm typing away, working on my message for tonight. And the phone rings, and I didn't get it because I'm working on my message. And it was the lady. As a matter of fact, she said she went to Maryland Hickey's Church in Denver, Colorado. We prayed. She says, Pastor Joe, I just want you to know. Because I told her, I said, sometimes we get up against the wall. It was kind of like the 12 o'clock midnight hour, you know, kind of like with Paul and Silas. You know, they was up against the midnight hour. I said, I've been there. We've all been there. I said, but God is very good. He can, you know, come through. And she called and she says she was out of work. She's about to lose everything. She needed $2,500 to pay this and get, get called up. She called she says, I got the 20, I, and I did, and another thing, I didn't tell the Lord how to do it. I didn't say, Lord, give her $2,500. I said, Lord, I'm not going to tell you how to do this. I'm, I'm just going to ask you to do it any way you see fit. If you want to speak to the people that she owes, if you want to give her the money, whatever you choose. But I'm, you know, but then I just want my prayer just, you just, just hear us. And I, and I believe that you've answered us. I believe you've already worked it out. Mm-hmm. She called and she says, Pastor Joe, she says, I got the $2,500. And she says, and we still had time to go. Amen. She wasn't quite at the midnight hour yet. She still had some time to go. God works miracles. 
but but he can you know it don't always work out that way but God can work does and will and does work miracles sometimes he works in other ways but just the way God wants to work but also I believe it's the way our faith is and, and praying for the word it's putting him in remembrance of his word because he will honor that word and he impressed upon me when I was reading that Psalms that morning in my prayer time and it came to me I didn't know I was going to need it that quickly but the Lord will give you a word. He gave me a word. I didn't know I was going to need to pray with the lady. Saints, all my messages have begun with one word from the Lord. This message began with one word. And he'll always back up his word with scripture. You know it's from him because he'll always back it up with scripture. He'll always back up what he speaks with what the word says. By focusing on his word, it will keep you out of the realm of reasoning. The sense realm. In other words, trying to figure out how the Lord is going to answer you. We don't want to try to figure out how God's going to answer us when we pray. We want to trust him and give it, cast it upon him like he says and give it to him and let him work it out. It's also the realm where Satan will put his thoughts in your mind when you get over into that realm of reason and trying to figure things out. In other words, saints, you might just be reading your Bible one day and you see this promise Maybe you've been believing the Lord for something and you're reading your Bible and you see this promise. And so you say to yourself, okay, I'm going to accept that promise. I'm going to believe it and I'm going to receive it. I'm, I'm going to claim it for myself. I'm going to claim that promise. But then as soon as you do that, the devil will come immediately. Mark 4.15 says, as soon as they hear the word, in other words, as soon as they receive the word, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in them. I knew from speaking with this lady that she had a lot of faith, but I also knew when she left the message on my phone, she was about in tears because she'd been standing, been trusting the Lord, still tithing, still doing it, but she said she just needed somebody to stand in faith, you know, in agreement with her because it was getting harder and harder to stand because it was getting closer and closer and closer. We've all been there in, in a lot of things. So she just needed somebody, you know, to come in and, and help. And this is what I said, to lift her up and encourage her. Well, he will try to get you to try and figure it out and to get you to start reasoning. And he could have done the same thing with her. She could have canceled out that blessing. She could have. Don't you know that you try to figure it out and get to start to reason? He'll say now. The devil will say things to you like now. How do you think that's going to happen? He could have said to her, well, how do you think you're going to get $2,500? You've been needing it for weeks and months, you know, and you're not working. You've put out resumes, you're not working. How do you think you're going to get it? Or how do you think you're going to heal? Who do you think you're going to get to help you? Who, who do you think is going to help you do that? Don't you know that you don't have the resources to do that? He's told me that before. Don't you know that it's not going to work? He's told me that before. Saints, that's getting into... The reasoning. The devil operates in the realm of reasoning. That is where he wants you to be. That's why he wants to get you over into the realm of reasoning so he can trick you into agreeing with him instead of agreeing with what the Word of God says. But I want you to remember be careful, little ears, what you hear, or I should say, who you listen to. In closing, let me say this the best way. Not to let Satan get you into the realm of reasoning is to start speaking God's word out loud. 
over the things that you have prayed for. Just begin to speak his word out loud. You don't want to whisper it. Just speak it out loud. There are some things that I prayed and asked the Lord for, and it was like God was saying to me, Joe, you know and I know that you're going to have to speak this. When the Lord wants you to speak something, he will bring the scriptures across your path. And in other words, he'll put them into your spirit. But we have to listen to him. You know, I can recall many years ago, back maybe 2005, I believe that I had written two or three pages of confessions on finances and debts and prosperity. At the time, I was a widow living on a fixed income, coming up against a lot of walls. But because the Lord impressed upon me that there were things that belonged to me, and he had also impressed upon me that there were hindrances on these things. Saying some things that you might be praying for and believing God for tonight, you may have hindrances on some of those prayers. And if you want to get the hindrances off, it's you're, going, you're going to have to do it yourself. God is not going to do it for you. Some things God will not do, but he will give you the knowledge and the words to do it with. He'll give you the ammunition. He'll supply you. Let God help you tonight. I ask you, I say to you tonight, don't go home without getting what you came to get. Let God help you with anything that you need his help with. If you feel like your prayers are being hindered, let the Lord help you. God says in the book of Psalms that you've limited the Holy One of Israel. We limit God because the enemy tricks us. He gets our thinking all messed up to where we can't think straight. You know, he gets us into that reasoning realm and gets us all mixed up and we can't even think straight anymore. We don't know what to say. We don't know what. We don't really know what to do. But let God help you tonight. Speak the word to your body. Speak the word to your mind. Speak the word to every circumstance. You've been listening to Speak the Word with Pastor Joanne Ramsey. We hope today's message has spoken to your heart in a special way. In just a moment, Pastor Joe will be back to pray for you. Speak the Word is a listener-supported ministry. Contributions from listeners like you enable us to continue bringing you this program each day. We also provide free books and audio CDs to those who cannot afford them, thanks to donations from listeners like you. Learn how you can connect and support Speak the Word Ministries on the web at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. We're excited to tell you about Pastor Joe's book titled, God, Are You Listening? I Need Help. Do you need God's help perhaps like never before? In this book, Pastor Joe will help you develop a prayer life that delights the heart of God and moves Him to act on your behalf. If today's events have you in fear and worry, this is the perfect book for you. God, Are You Listening? I Need Help by Pastor Joanne Ramsey. If you'd like a copy, just ask for it when you include a donation of $10 or more. Write to us at Speak the Word Ministry, P.O. Box 9175, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23450. Or make a tax-deductible donation to Speak the Word Ministries with your debit or credit card. One of our friendly staff is standing by right now, ready to answer your call at 855-505-2297. That's 855-505-2297. 
You can also email Pastor Joe and her team at Pastor Joe, that's J O, at speakthewordministry.net. Again, that's Pastor Joe at speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a closing prayer. Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you for your presence here tonight, Father. I thank you, Lord, that you gave us some food for thought. You gave us something, Lord, to think on, to meditate on, Lord. And I pray, Father, that all those that are here tonight will take really serious and give some serious thought to their normal conversation, to what they're saying when the time they leave the church until they come back. Father, you said that if we don't understand the word that the enemy comes immediately to steal it. Well, I decree and declare tonight and believe that everybody that's here in this sanctuary tonight had an understanding of the word that was preached here tonight, that was taught here tonight. So I declare that Satan cannot steal this word because you understood it. And Father, I pray a continual blessing upon each one that's here tonight, Lord. And and I just thank you. Thank you. I speak blessings over each and every one of them, Lord, and pray for traveling graces for all those that came, Lord. And and again, I just thank you for the opportunity to proclaim your truths and the gospel, which is the good news, Lord. And it maybe some don't think it's good news, but it is good news when we get the news to know how we should do things and then begin to do them so that you can begin to do the work in our life that you so desire to do. So again, Father, we give you all the praise and all the glory. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. From Pastor Joe and all of us at Speak the Word Ministries, we're glad you've joined us today. Once again, thanks for listening. And join us next time here on Speak the Word. Speak the Word to every circumstance That mountain can't stand Against the Word, the Word of God Against the Word of God